Welcome everybody to episode 48 of the Centre Circle podcast. Before we get into the good stuff, just want to say thank you for all the likes, shares, comments, etc. Please keep it up, keep it going. All that stuff helps us grow. Uh, got a few few people in the house today with me, Keith hosting. Adrian. That's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac He's yeah, going to be one see, of those ones isn't it? Uh, Daz is very excited So yeah we're going to go through The weekend's fixtures Touching a couple of topics Like um, Mbappe saga seems to be nearly completed And um, Yeah a few other topics off the field So We're not going to give Daz a little moment to breathe uh, no? no let's just no, no, Let's, good, let's just get good. Good. Yeah. So, um, yeah Yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're going to start off with a game that's just not long finished. Um, Arsenal 3, Liverpool 1. Daz, over to you. No, you know what? I want to hear what you guys got to say first. I don't want to speak first. You don't want to speak first? I don't want to speak first. I don't want to speak first. I'll I'll, I'll keep it brief. So, I think Klopp got his lineup wrong. I think he should have started Nunes. I know Nunes was a doubt because he got a, uh, a kick in the Chelsea game. But, I would I would have rather him start and just be his nuisance self, and then take him off if need be. Like, obviously I don't know the extent of the injury, but he came on seemed okay. I would have started him. Uh, Gravenberch I wouldn't have started in this game myself. I think he's a good player. Hasn't set the world light since he's been with us, mm. but I just think this game might have just been a little step too far for him. Um, mm. Arsenal were brilliant first half. Could have could have fought you guys. It's pretty much similar how it's been when we played you recently. Uh, really good first goal. Our goal is quite fortuitous. But then you go into the second half, we start really well. And two things disrupted us. I think Klopp's substitutions were wrong, just in, time, in terms of timing and personnel. And Arsenal's second goal just kind of knocked the stuff in out of us. I think we were on, on top until... That goal goes in, and then after that, we just didn't really get a sniff. That's my quick assessment. Isaac, do you want to go in before the two Arsenal fans <sighs> gloat as they're, they're <laughs> ready to? Uh, do you know what? Right, let's hear what. We're massive, innit? Like, oh, honestly, yeah. well, we're, we're, we're massive. Yeah, we like, for teams like Arsenal, we're massive, innit? It's a big thing. Beating us is a big thing, right? You know, we, we go back even just a few days. Arsenal released. Did you see the promo vid for the game? Yeah. That Arsenal did. They didn't do that for City. They didn't do that for Tottenham. They for sure didn't do that for Man United. But when it comes to Liverpool, <laughs> it, they roll out the big guns. It's the promo vids on the documentary. My man was playing You'll Never Walk Alone. <laughs> like, we're massive. So I'll tell you, I, I, that's what I got from this game. We're massive. I'll leave it at that. Fair enough. <laughs> that has been over to you too. All right, let's go, let's go. Today was what we needed. As Arsenal fans, players, management, today we turned up. The atmosphere was fantastic from before the game. The team come out, performed until, what, the last minute of the first half. Liverpool had no shots on target. Like, literally half-time, 1-1, it flattered Liverpool 1-1. There's no way that that game should have been 1-1 at halftime. Arsenal totally dominated all the chances. And literally, one moment, that's the concentration, 1-1. At halftime now, we're all thinking, oh my God, we've done X, Y, and Z. We've been brilliant. We've done 
everything we wanted to do. We've nullified Liverpool. We've made our own chances. We're, we're, do, we're dominant. We're dom, without the ball, it was a different kind of Arsenal because Liverpool had a lot of possession, but they wasn't really doing much with it, which was actually refreshing to see that we was actually sitting back. We had our, we was compact, but when, when we were breaking, we were making decisive actions. We, were, we had other chances. Saka should have scored. Header. Yeah. We had other chances. And what, what we're sitting there at halftime thinking, oh, we know what's going to happen now. We've seen the script. We've seen this all before. We're going to fall, fall back a little bit now. Liverpool's going to take over. First 10, 15 minutes of the second half, that's what happened. Liverpool were the better team. I'd agree with you. First, um, we're thinking, oh, what's gonna, what, what way is this going to go? And then Why we get the goal. Why do you think that is, though? Sorry? Why do you think that is? I think it's such a mental blow to play that well in the first half to concede 10 seconds before the end of the half and you're going in 1-1 and you're back to square one after being so good and doing so many things well, you're back to square one. Do you not think the substitution played a part in that? The substitution that Klopp made? No, Arsenal. Kiwi are coming on for... It was only one sub at halftime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's one sub at halftime. I think it had a... An effect, feel, but not as much as the goal. An, an I had a little effect, but not as much as the goal. Enough. I think the yeah. goal was what changed it. And then Arsenal needed to recover from that. Yeah. And Liverpool could have it they could have won the game in that moment, in that, in those 10, 15 minutes when yeah, they were. Like, yeah. He had a couple chances. Curtis Jones had a had a chance. Um yeah, we were like I say, we were in the ascendancy. And the thing that annoys me about the goal is that it's very rare that you'll get a joint mistake for Allison and, and Van Dijk. Mm. So it was, it was just like a hopeful ball, really. Like, yeah. Gabriel just, just played it. Like, I, I know he's aiming for Martinelli. Just much how we scored us. Yeah, but... Um, exact same thing. For what, Van Dijk shouldn't have let it bounce for one. So that's mm. like the first mistake. Mm-hmm. And then when he's kind of kind of shifting it back... Um, Marty, Marty Mart- pushed him into yeah, Allison. It was more of a nudge. Like it was a, it, So he nudged him and it's like Allison. Didn't want to collide into Van Dyke. No, it's more. So yeah. he didn't fully go for the ball. Yeah. Which is. But he should have just come, taken everybody out. You know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, he no, still. Like, he has no. to make sure he no. makes contact no. on that ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Do you want to take out the mistake? Van Dyke and Martin. Van Dyke shouldn't allow the. Number one, number one, Van Dyke, you're right. They shouldn't let it bounce. And then him allowing, like, come on, look at the size of you to Marty. You're telling me, Marty. No, don't do no, that. But don't no, do that. You're, you're don't talking do about that. size. Don't but do when that. When you're off balance and you, uh, nah, mm. it yeah. doesn't matter what off size balance, you are. Off balance, how? Because he, he was, he was like, in the air, he was in the yeah. air, he was running in stride, and he gave him the nudge. That, that and the thing him. is, man, at, in that moment, Van Dyke's not really thinking about Martinelli. He's thinking about the ball and Allison, not wanting to go into Allison. So he he's not yeah, really man. focusing so much on Martinelli in that moment. In terms of not wanting to crash into each other, I get it. You, you, you're in a position where you got to make a business decision. Do, um, I, do I write him off what? or he writes me off? He made, no, we... decision. He made no decision. Though. What do you mean? <laughs> that, that's, cost you, that's cost you the game. Oh, you right, I, write, and... I, write, I run into him, I write him off and now I'm injured. Yeah, but, but you, you might have won conceded. the game. You, you might have three conceded. more points. All right, so yeah. what? We're still two points ahead of you. But psychologically, in the, but again, in terms of the first mm. half, the dads have talked about Arsenal were in the ascendancy. We concede. They their heads drop. Mm. Flip it. We were we were on top until that moment, and then because you can see such a shambolic goal, heads just heads just drop, and it's just like as soon as that goal went in, I just knew we weren't gonna 
recover. Yeah, yeah, I think the type of goal, definitely. Yeah. And I think that, like what Dad was mentioning earlier, Dad was saying earlier about the mental state of that where we were in that game, we was vulnerable. We was there to be taken again because we're like, hold on, we dominated again for the first 44 minutes. We concede that goal and then we come out second half and then we're just getting onslaught wave and wave of attacks from them. I think the change though that helped was he dropped um, Jones deeper to play yeah, the, to alongside. Because your two tens were causing yeah. havoc. And, yeah. And then that allowed um, Trent to be wide. No, Trent came off, didn't he? No, Trent was on still. So yeah, Trent still, was he wide. came off eventually. And then, that, and then Ben White wasn't coping with the overlap, the overload on that side. So then mm. Ben White was coming in tighter, but then he was giving Diaz that extra width. Yes, we need to talk about him first. Who's that, sir? Yes, we really need to talk about so him. So let's talk about after the second goal. The game sort of doesn't... Arsenal were comfortable after that, it seemed. It seemed that yeah. after that, the game just flipped back into how it was yeah. in the first half. I, I so where we looked like Arsenal was on top. And to be fair, we've got to give props to the manager. Yeah. Because he's got his tactics today spot on. So, you, so you're, attribute, you're attributing this to more so to Arkell getting it right than Arkell Mikel getting it right uh, than, whoa, whoa, than whoa, whoa, that's a different thing. Than Klopp getting it wrong. I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a mixture. But if you want to put it that way, I think Arteta has basically he's had a tactical masterclass yeah. over Klopp today. I, I, I would agree. Yeah. The whole 210 thing. And the amount of space and havoc it that it caused in between the lines. That it was... wasn't just the 210. It was the double pivot as well. How Jorginho and, and Rice were playing as well. I thought it was double, outstanding. Double pivot. Jorginho, I thought, was man. Yeah. Like, I oh, thought he was outstanding. Yeah, Sky gave him man of the match. Oh, yeah, well, was, yeah, without a shadow yeah, of a doubt. He was, he was amazing. Well, he has to play every big game for us. He has to play every big game. Because he brings something completely different. And he's got that. Where our team is quite inexperienced, he's got an experienced head. He's been there. He's won things. He's won Champions League. He's won European. No one else in the squad has done that. So I, I he thought was, he's been He gave the team talk before the game started. He was the one giving the team talk at the beginning. He was saying, A, B, C, this is what we need to do. But what I liked about him as mm. well, I thought he would have been the deepest um, midfielder. Yeah. And it was often Rice. Yeah. But they interchanged mm. at the right time. Yeah. It was often yeah. Rice that was the deepest. And sometimes even dropped in as a centre-back. Yeah. To allow Zinchenko to push in. But yeah, it was absolutely. Do you think this performance justifies not having an out and out striker? No. So you still think, despite being able or showing that you're capable of playing without a big striker, without a, a clinical striker in the big games, you've shown that you can do it. You still think there's a, 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 a solid need to get up? I, I think so, because yeah. there were times where the ball's out wide and it's fizzed into the box. To like around the, the mm. six yard box, oh, no. and then no there's no one, there. the, the players in the in the in the box, but no one with that striker mental Mentality. fortitude to to get in front of the defender in it at the near the post, post, get or, into the near post, and yeah. you know those little nicks, that, or, or a little um like a kind of a, um a diverted run like to the back and then to the front. So then the, con- the the conundrum there is then that <laughs> with a, with a striker like that, you don't play with these floating te- the fluidity. Because there was a fluidity to Arsenal. If it wasn't, aside from just bombing it down the left wing for uh, Martinelli, there was a fluidity to Arsenal in the fact that they didn't have an out-and-out striker and there was movement. And you saw Saka getting on the end of a chance in the box or you saw Havertz or et cetera. So. There is, but I think not not having someone to come on to give us that option. Because the problem with yeah. Eddie, mm. yeah, yeah. for me, he's not physically strong enough. 
like it, it would have been so much easier mm. for um, Van Dyke and Kanuta today, like mm. at the back. Havertz gives you that physicality, like and and the option to go direct as well. Because mm-hmm. there were times where we could go direct, and he's going to bring it down. He's going to flick it on. Um, he done really well today as well. Yeah, but what I will say to your question is that it's horses for courses. That game Liverpool, that to me, that's just a game in itself by itself. For you, for a different game next week, we're gonna need something different. I yeah, don't think that's understood. gonna work every week. Understood. I think that's just a game in isolation because it's Liverpool. It's gonna be more tactical yeah, against yeah. West Ham next week. I think you need more, and I think you need more of a goal threat in that person. Anyway, Havertz does it, but he hasn't got the goal threat for me. That we done a great move. That first goal was a great move. You got the guy who's playing at the top end of your pitch going through one on one with the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. There's sixty thousand people in the stadium. Not one of us thought he was going to score. But, well, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I didn't, think I didn't think think did anyone fancy him? Did anyone fancy? Nope. He's going through one on one with the goalie. Did anyone fancy? Nope. I thought he was either going to. I thought he was either going to miss or it was a save. It was awful. It wasn't even. It was. The, he literally just hit it straight at the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously got lucky that Saka that went straight to Saka yeah. and he scored. So, if we could get that with someone. With a little bit more goal threat, someone at least that going to get some goals. Havertz, he does a bit of stuff different that helps us, but is he ever going to score being up front? Essentially, a striker with good link-up play would do that. Yeah. Well. So you know, like Harry Kane can drop off mm. link-up play, but you know, as soon as he plays it off, he's busting the gut to get into the box. Yeah. And be in those positions that we we That's just definitely. spoke about. But even last week, Jesus like that. does that. Like he, you want him to score more goals, but. I would have backed Jesus to score that goal, um, to score that chance today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going yeah, through, yeah. yeah. So that's that's the difference. That's the I difference. think with him, he just lacks the height sometimes. And mm. I think that's what Havertz gives you that difference where he's tall yeah. and he can do that. But I think that today's game, for me, also showed that you're still missing a couple of midfielders. That, that, because it like we dominated midfield today. Like, no, I disagree. No, Arsenal. I think Arsenal oh, dominated. I thought, said, I thought you said you're missing. No, no, you said no, you're missing. No, no, no. Yeah, you're missing. That's what I, I, yeah, oh, I like that. No, you're still I, missing I, one or two. No, I disagree. 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 I, so we've we got, got what we need. Yeah, we've kind of watched just injuries. Arsenal. I think with Liverpool, it was just off days. So like, Alisson could save for Havertz. Unfortunately, fell to Saka. And after that, kind of had brain farts. But it's very rare that Kanate and Van Dijk don't have don't play well together. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, also, I think Gravenberch was the wrong choice. I think McAllister was excellent again today and he has been for the last oh, no, couple months. Um, Diaz, who I've mentioned before and said he needs to do a little bit more. I know he's got a few goals over the last few weeks. He needs to do more. But again, he needs to do more. I think In the- I think it was just an off day for Liverpool and I think because we haven't had many of those, people are just kind of being like, oh, what's, what's going on? No. But... Mm. If Sobo if Sobo's there and if Sobo and Endo are there, you don't you don't control that midfield like yeah. that. I promise you. And I, I hate, but that's what I'm saying. It's highlighting that you're still missing one additional. Nah, midfield it's there. not. We're not. No, but we, we're not no, missing. We so maybe they've got them in the squad, we but you have, they were missing on the yeah, day. Missing okay. Today. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to sign any new midfield. Mm. Yeah, because I think our midfield. I, I think yeah. we're fine. Maybe maybe push comes to shove. Yeah, maybe an elite defensive midfielder. But because I think with that that frees McAllister up a little bit more. But with Endo. You still, yeah, we, he see. still does enough. Yeah. yeah, I've been critical of him. But so can I just can we talk about the manager a bit more? Because both of you, first of all, you, you both pointed to Klopp, and is this because he's going? Why why has he made these sort of these changes? These three right, three. Does, does he, does he normally does he have? normally make these subs like free free changes? Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not a new thing. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, a character. Yeah, just 
today it just didn't work. Like sometimes you roll the dice mm. and it works. He rolled the dice today and it, it didn't pay off. Like I think with Trent, you kind of got to manage it. Like he just came back from injury. So yeah. it, it was his first start. Robbo's um, fresh off of injury. Yeah, Robert Robbo's Thiago. Fresh, mm. To be fair, Gomez had been playing well. So exactly. I think that would have been a dilemma. Like, yeah. and, and unfortunately, what's happened with um, Bradley? Yeah, Connor Bradley. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things that you're forced, that your your hand is forced. You've got to play what you have. I agree with you that Gravin Birch maybe wasn't the right option, or maybe he wasn't. Maybe just the tactics yeah. weren't correct. But. Mm. <sighs> Yeah, Arsenal just had the better. They they were they had the better performance. Yeah, it happened. And the last time we lost in North London, we didn't lose for like five months. So if that happens again, yeah. we might win the league. There you so go. let's see. So that puts Arsenal kind of firmly back in the title race now. Back in the title race for now, so, yeah. For now, yeah. I love that. No, no, no. I've already said it. I don't think Arsenal are going to win the league this year. No. But that puts us back back yeah. into it. It, make, it makes it interesting. Yeah. Had, had we lost today, I think that would have been it. For us, so for us to win, it puts us firmly back in. But now it's it's basically yeah, everyone's free horse race, basically, isn't it? Yeah, because everyone will kind of expect Man City to win. Two horses and a donkey. Oh, that's not what you're talking about, Liverpool donkey. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be the donkey then. <laughs> so yeah, interesting result down at the um, the Emirates today. Well played, Arsenal. Um, I don't think it will have much of an impact on Liverpool. Hope not. Um, but yeah, let's see. All right, let's go to uh, one of yesterday's fixtures. Isaac's favorite team, <laughs> Luton, nearly causing a, a major upset up at up at Newcastle yesterday. So Newcastle four, Luton four. Listen, me and Daz were just exchanging the scores during our match, and it was just like, "What's going on? Two 0 What? What do you mean two one? And it was just. Back and forth. Every yeah. at one point, we was in the change room. Daz walks in. He's like, "Have you seen the score?" Crazy, <laughs> it was crazy, absolutely crazy. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, do do we think Luton have maybe changed tactics, or is it just kind of it's just kind of clicking now? So, you know how Bournemouth kind of had a little mm. bad run, and then things started clicking for them. They started picking up points, etc. Do we think that just happened for Luton, but just, just yeah. a little bit later on? I think yeah. I, yeah. I don't think there's any other way to put it. Yeah. It just seems like. They've clicked. I think Ross Barkley's found his feet, yeah. and he's playing. He's like he's playing like he's looking for a Euro call. <laughs> and I listen. I think he's a he's a yeah, much better we'll, option yeah, we'll, than we'll come the, on to Phillips and, and Henderson. Mm, later exactly. On, but, yeah. I think he's a much better option if he can maintain his form. Um, Osho, Adibayo, they're firing. So, yeah, it just I can't say nothing. It just looks good for them. It's clicking. It's, it really is clicking. And to be fair, they they were playing some very exciting football outside of Burnley in the Championship last season. So Yeah, and the thing is as well, even though they didn't pick up many points, they weren't really getting battered by teams. Mm. They were kind of losing by the odd yeah. goal or Scoring getting a draw. Well, yeah, they were, like, they, they, were, they were always... They were very games. competitive, very yeah. competitive, even when they were losing. Yeah. And now I think they just got to grips with the league. I think that they've realized when they first come in, they were like they were just happy to be, yeah, be here. Probably, you know. <laughs> no, no, but, it's then, true. It's but true. then now they've realized, oh, okay, we're in all these games that we can do something. And I think the belief is just growing with them. I think they're the ones to watch. I think the other two are gone. I think they're the ones. I think they're still gone, but they're the ones to watch. You yeah, think the media? Yeah, the, the ones with the outside chances. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Do you think the media kind of played into that as well? So, like, obviously, when they first came up, they're like, oh, the minnows. 
with the tiny ground, mm. etc. Do you think all that kind of kind of affected them when they first came up? And not that they, did, they didn't really give it a try, but there's a bit of a circus around them, isn't it? Yeah. So now they're just like, no, we're, we're actually a prim- established premiership team now. Mm. Let's go out and, and do it. I, so, mean, I mean, I don't want to be that person, but coincidentally, Tom Lockyer gets injured and now, boom, they're firing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be just a bit of a coincidence. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, they went. They went behind twice yesterday. So Sean Longstaff scores, makes it one 0 They get it back to one one with Osho, and then Longstaff scores like pretty much immediately after Osho scores, and then they equalise again. Barkley with a goal. I think he got a goal and an assist yesterday. Um, when they go four two up, I thought they might hang on. But it's a tough ask, isn't it? Like Newcastle away, crowd on side, etc. Um, they didn't quite manage to to hold to hold on to the victory. But are you confident they'll stay up? Let's say Everton don't get any points back from their indiscretions. Do you think it's a shootout between them and Luton, or do you think another team might get drunk? No, I just still know Forest is still there. Forest are there. Brentford, Brentford ain't too there. far, yeah. <laughs> Brentford ain't too far. It could, it could. Listen, mm. Palace are two losses away from being right in the mix-up, and they're not. Yeah, they're, they're possibly one. Yeah. So I think it'll be. I think it's to be fair. Looking at the table now, slightly hard to call it right now. I'd say give it five more then you're results, then I can probably look at it and go, yeah, I think. Yeah. With 10 games X, Y, Z. I think everyone will be fine because if you look at, it, they wouldn't really be there, so. Their team is better than a lot better than okay, the rest enough. of them because they wouldn't really be there without the. But there's a possible point deduction coming as well. Yeah, a further one, and is apparently it... that needs to get sorted out by April. I think yeah. So because so it, it what will happen? Is it less points? Pardon? Is it is it as much many well, points? Well, it they depends. They set the precedent, isn't it? Like yeah. the precedent's been set with ten. So we're guaranteed. <laughs> so we're guarantee. Isn't that them and Forest as well though? <coughs> yeah. So if does, they yeah. if Forest get it as well, then Forest are really in trouble. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they're saying if it. It will, it's coming soon. The decision's coming soon. But it, then obviously they've got, they need enough time to get their appeal in. And then if they do it in time, they should get a decision before the end of the season. So if they get hit with another 10 points and they get their appeal in, if they do it within enough time, it can get repealed. And then, you know. Can I just ask you guys a question? What do you feel... Obviously, if you look at the table now, the, the three teams that came up, they're literally basically down at the bottom right now in relegation. Do you think the jump from the Championship to the Premier League is getting bigger? Do you feel that it's smaller or do you feel that it's status quo? See, this is something I wanted to touch on as well mm. you before I go. I think it's getting bigger. You think it's getting bigger? Yeah. Why though? What, but in, what, in what sense? So, I think it's hard to... When you go down, and I think Leicester... Maybe Leeds are a bit an exception this season. It's hard to retain the Premiership level players, despite having the parachute payments. Yeah, I think I still think it's quite hard to retain certain players when you when you go down. So you've essentially got essentially got high quality Championship players who you are hoping to kind of get you promoted. If you do get promoted, those players aren't necessarily at the level to kind of keep you in the Premiership, and I think we've seen that with what Nottingham Forest had to do last year. And even with, like, Burnley and Sheffield United now, like, Burnley's major summer signing was Sander Berg, which was a top-level championship player. 
who hasn't made any waves in the in the Premiership this season. So I think it's yeah, I think it's hard to get the balance right of even like emerging Premiership maybe youngsters alone, etc. That can help you out in some way. Yeah, I just think the yeah the gap is is massive basically. Just to, just before you go, just put a bit of meat on the bones of the of the mm. question. The reason why I asked it is because we could potentially look at a situation this season where the three teams that came up go down and the three teams that went down last season come back up. Because at the championship, the top three in the championship are the three teams that went down last year. So that's why I was asking that question. But yeah, go ahead. I you know what, for me, when I look at it sometimes, it's always going to be that battle. But a lot of it for me is around like tactics, style of play, and what you're prepared to do to, to stay in the Prem. Mm. So, like, you look at Luton. Luton's got an outside chance of staying in. They've seemed to have got the right balance in terms of tactics, mm. playing football, but they also got the physicality where, if you look at Burnley, mm. Burnley, quote-unquote, was playing the beautiful football in the Championship. Mm. But like I said in the last, like, a while ago, was they don't seem to have the, the intelligence or the physicality to remain in the Prem. So, nine times out of ten, you're always going to get two of them that will drop. And one will stay up. And I think that if you look at the history, that tends to be the case. Either one stays up and two goes down, or all three of them will go down. But I think Luton's going to, I think Luton's got the outside chance of staying up, obviously, because they've got, they can score goals. They seem to have Ross Barkley's hitting form. Even Sambi Lokonga's <coughs> is turning in some good performances for Luton. Yeah. I, I just think it just depends on the team and what style or tactics they're implementing mm -hmm. to stay in the Prem. Well, if they stay up, they'll go straight back down next season. Right. With, Ooh, let's say those three teams come back up oh. Luton manage to stay up they will go back down yeah next season it's not a case of if it'll be it's when no, you never know they might why? they might look why at their they, they, policy okay so okay yeah. so they get alright let's just say let's just look at it like say they don't have any debt mm. right mm. they don't have loads of outgoings mm -hmm. going out they've just got their wage bill the wage bill will have increased yeah yeah if they survive another season, then players, a lot of them players are knocking on the door saying, can I get yeah, extra money? Can I get that. extra money? Because let's look at our contract because now yeah, we've yeah. got another season of TV rights. Yeah. So let's say they're pulling in ballpark figure 80 to 90 million extra for TV rights. Right. Um, those players know that they're going to want extra money. So now your wage bill goes up. Right. But you're not pulling, you don't have a stadium big enough. Yeah. For match day revenue. For <laughs> revenue to come in to maintain this wage bill. So now on top of that, you now also need to want to go out and find new players. Mm, yeah. Players, like you said, are quality, of, of yeah. a quality or a standard yeah. to keep you in the league. But no one wants to come to your team yeah. because you don't have any, your prospects are not great. Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. it, sitting there thinking, yeah, yeah all right, I've got in Prem ball. It work out mm. better for them to go down, get the parachute, build on that. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying to you? So that's why I look at it and go, yeah, they'll stay up. But then, remember, and then the teams that are coming up at Leicester, who've got a massive stadium, who've got the mm -hmm. infrastructure, Southampton. they're more appealing to a player that wants mm -hmm. to come into the Prem. Same with South, exactly Southampton. Leeds, they're all established yeah, yeah. teams, mm -hmm. more so than Luton. So that's why I look at it and go, yeah, if Luton stay up, that's great for them. That's an extra season of money. But that's just money to prepare them for a, that's very, very interesting in the champs so you think it'll be up. harder for them to stay up next season than it is this season 100%. the second season is harder to stay up than the first yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Even though in the I'm, summer you might be able to attract a better brand of player, yeah. you still think it'll be harder next yeah. season because of circumstances. Because players might come because the yeah. kind, kind of players you're looking at are the Ross Barkley's, the team players without clubs. And you exactly, they're the kind of players that are probably going to want to come to your club. And you've got a hope. It's a big gamble because Ross Barkley's, Ross Barkley's worked out for them. Yeah. But another player might not. And the surprise factor's gone as well. Exactly. That way you, mm. you, you kind of under, you don't, Believe in yeah. like yeah. yeah. So teams are turning up saying, "Yeah, we game. we underestimated you yeah. last last time. <laughs> this time yeah. we're not doing this that. We're set up. Yeah. We're gonna deal with you this time." So that's just my view on it. But I I I do I don't think um I, there is a talent gap mm. um between the champs and the prem. I think it is quite significant. But I do also think the general level of football or ability of players is reducing as well. I think we are looking at a lot of system players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've discussed that. We? we don't have a lot. We don't have many mavericks or, or game yeah. changers or playmakers anymore. Or players that know how to think on their feet and work things out on the pitch. Mm. You have systems. And if the tactics aren't working, the team, you just don't perform. Yeah. I what think that comes from coaches, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, think, agree. I, I think agree. the coaches don't want players to think on their feet. I think they want them to do what they what the system, yeah. yeah. I want you to do, to do in this situation, I want to do this. In that situation, I want to do this. It's not, back in the day, it would be like, you can do, you can think, yeah, you can think on your feet and do what, what your instinct is. But now, You've got a play for every situation, and I think it's a bit too. I think you it's can a bit make too much in-game decisions. But yeah. as of now, it's like mm. no, I don't want you to deviate from mm. that. Yeah, this You're is what we're doing. Stay so, here. Exactly. So the reason why I say that is, yes, there's a gap, but the, that that ceiling's coming down. So eventually, the gap is going to get smaller and smaller because you're going to find a lot of players in the prem are more so athletes mm-hmm. than actual. In cerebral footballers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bit like um, I don't know if you saw it, but maybe a few weeks ago, when Cam Newton was talking about NFL players, he's like talking about game changers, yeah, and game mm, managers, game managers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's about how you balance between the two and and the difference between what the yeah, the yeah, two yeah. Are. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. And it, it's it's again another. I think it was Raquel May or someone uh, that used to like a big well-known player, and they were talking about watching that, and it was Eden Hazard as well. He recently said something about this as well. Um, but I can't remember exactly what they said, but the sentiment, the general general sentiment was we are losing that authenticity or the the playmakers, that beautiful football. It's all just, if you want to make it to the top now, you've got to just be a... Play the system. Play the system and be a a (laughs) top-level athlete. I saw a quote from the Argentina manager Scaloni. He mm. he was saying that players nowadays are being overcoached. Yes, because yes, he was talking yeah. about his sons. Yeah, yeah, as well. yeah. Yes. His sons, his yeah. sons in Spain. Yeah, and he was saying that they're being overcoached. Yeah, so that yeah, they're. Yeah. Being, I totally think that, yeah, I think that's a, maybe a topic we should mm. open up. Um, right. Just quickly on Newcastle, Mike from the league now. What's good for them? A decent FA Cup run <sighs> and finishing. That's poor the though. The fall off is so crazy, <laughs> God, man. We, I thought we knew it was coming. Nah, you said it. Yeah, like no, but I, on I, the pod, really I've been didn't. hearing Eddie Howe this, Eddie Howe that. But in the summer, Eddie Howe was this, Eddie Howe was that. This is poor. I agree with that. This is this poor. This is poor. I know injuries have affected them, but this is poor. I think it was that kind of momentum and that like, mm. the buzz. Oh, we've got this money. This is the guy. He's coming with a certain energy. Mm. But now, when you need to actually implement tactics. 
be and think outside the box and be creative. And mm. he hasn't got that next level in him. Like, uh, that's what I've, I've watched him. I've, he's been all right. Sorry, he's been all right. But I think, like I said, how he's managed players, certain tactics he's played. I just don't think he can be that yeah. top four manager. Yeah, he's, they, not, he's not going to be there. I, I don't think he'll be there beyond this this summer. This um, is another. There's another quest conversation in this. Conversations. Yeah, there's another conversation. But yeah, this. we all kind of agree that Newcastle drop off is more drastic than we thought it would. Yeah, I, I don't mm, think yeah. they would have been in the back in the Champions League this season, but I thought they would have been closer to the Champions League positions yeah. than, than what they are. So yeah, let's keep an eye on that. But um, just a quick last word on Luton. Like, big up to them because scoring four at St James's that that's, yeah. that's yeah. like that's quality. You can't can't knock that. At yeah, all. Mm-hmm. That's on Newcastle. Though. Where do you think Gordon belongs? What in terms of league, league, no, league? As a player, team. like right now, like, because he must be knocking on the door. Mm, for I, England. Would say, I would say, yeah. for England, he mm. must be because, like, he's played left, he's played right, he's played up front. He played up front. Yeah, he was doing that forever. And he was Everton's yeah, main striker and, and, at one but point. But you can see the real quality in it. I'm like, this guy must be knocking yeah, on the door. Yeah, I think so. No, I, I agree with that. I think he's a winger. I just yeah. think he's yeah, a man. Yeah, hundred percent. But I uh, think Man United would would love him right now. Mm. Yeah, that kind of player. He's quick, a bit tricky. Um, he's got a pass. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. And he was he was instrumental for England when they won the under twenty ones tournament. I think yeah, he got there at the tournament. So. So we um, say Newcastle are a bit of a stepping stone club at the minute, yeah. Even well, though they've got, I think he's all a, these riches. I think he's at the right club, but in terms of, I think he's knocking on the door for England. I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Right, moving on to another one of yesterday's games: Everton two, Tottenham two. So yeah, Richarlison returning to his former club. I could tell you what to celebrate. <laughs> like the first one, I'm surprised he, he was. He was about to tear off, yeah. like, and then he's like, "Oh nah, nah, let me yeah. let me just tone it down a little mm. bit." But um, it's a really good finish. To be fair, both of his goals yeah. were really good. Like, he's hitting a bit of form. Like, we've all kind of slandered him over the last kind of 18 months, etc. since he's um, been at Tottenham. But, yeah, he's hitting a, hitting a bit of form, doing pretty well. Just having a coach that really believes in him has made a mm. difference and just giving him directions in terms of when to make the run and what I need from you. His hold-up play was quite decent as well. Mm. Against, I was like, okay, I was quite impressed with yeah. that as well. And obviously, Madison coming back for them. Like, it was his first prem start for... Since the back end of last year, I believe it was. Um, didn't he start against Brentford? Oh, did he? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, came off. oh, yeah. He started. came on in the FA Cup, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like back to pulling the string. Do you think Richarlison benefited from Son not being around? 100%. I was about to say that. I think when you know that you're going to be starting and you've, you basically, you know that the next three, four, five games, you're going to be starting. You have it's, that's pressure. You've got exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. You, I, don't, I can make yeah. a mistake. Mm. And I'm not going to think, I'm not going to mm. miss a shot and then yeah. look over the bench. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, be yeah. Like, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Like, mm. I can miss a shot and yeah. just get back in position and try to go again. Mm. I, I, yeah. 100%. Yeah, totally agree with you. But should he, would, should that be in his mindset though? Like, you're, you're a top level baller, you're number nine for Brazil. Why are you worried about a man from South Korea? Like, no, but <laughs> Son is the man at Tottenham. It's not Richarlison. Son's the man. So when Son's not there, You've got. You can then become the man. That's the. That's the difference. People ain't looking for. A, if you're at Tottenham, you, you, Madison, if Son's there, he ain't looking for a charge. Son, <laughs> he ain't looking for. A and I think from Brazil, though, they made it clear mm. we haven't got another nine. You're gonna yeah. be the main number yeah, nine. They've got other players to be. <laughs> there, you, there you go. So. <laughs> but in when I watched that game, I was like, Everton was missing like maybe 
a flair player, another flair player to like really cause havoc. They missed Onana as well. Like, mm-hmm. That was a yeah. big, big miss in that game. I, I don't think, understand how big teams not come from him either. Well, this, the rumour was we were looking at him. I think mm. Man United's been looking at him as well. Yeah. Um, And they missed him in the middle. Like Even though Everton mm. for the first 50 minutes, they were quite dominant in, in the midfield area. Um, Him not being there, I think, swayed the, the game in, in Spurs' favour um, and allowed, allowed him to come back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, did you guys see Everton's first goal? Vicario thought he should have got a foul. I didn't think it was a Is this another a one foul. of those ones? Same like James Trafford. I, I think it was less than that. Like he, got, he got a little less. bump. Yeah. Like he should, he should have been stronger in it. Like it's just one of those. But um, I think Tottenham will, be, will feel a little bit aggrieved. They didn't see this game out. Like they, I wouldn't say they dominated, but they were on top for the majority mm. of the game. I think a seed like a 94th minute equalizer would have been a bit of a kick in the teeth. Um, they're still, they still seem to be the media darlings. Like, one of the headlines I saw was one of the worst performances of the season, but they're still going in the right direction. Oh, Ange is so personable in the press conferences. Yeah, they love him. Do you think it's going to get to a point where they might turn on him just because? I think you know the media. like They turn on the team or a manager when he keeps on playing the same style and there's no real significant improvement in terms of position or winning a trophy. So you could say, all right, you're playing this style of football, but you're not in the FA Cup no more. You're not in the League Cup no more. You're not in Europa League. And, and I think that's when they will change on him. But they're going to give him that room to put the team together. I think, I was looking at, I don't think Timo Werner is a great signing. I think he's a stop. No, I, I don't think they signed him as a, as a goal scorer. I think they signed him as a creator. I think he's got about three assists. Though, yeah, so he's, like come. He's, got, he's got a few assists since he's been there. So I don't, so I can see why people might say he 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 might not be a good sign in terms of goal output. But I think Ange hasn't signed him to be a mm. particular goal threat. I think he for the, and his if, pace. And if you stop looking at him as a goal threat, your perception of that signing would change. Yeah, massively. very much so. And with the media, they do that in it. They they build you up to tear you down. So with <laughs> Ange at the moment, it's the build up thing. And to be fair, they've made progress. <coughs> They have made progress. The football's a lot better than what it was previously. So yeah. you've got to give them props at the moment. And would you say it's between them and Villa for the final Champions League place? <laughs> you know <laughs> me. I don't, I'm not writing off United. I'm not writing off Man United. I'm not writing So Man United on 38 points and we'll come on to their game. Mm. So they're, they're, um, they're six points behind Tottenham in fifth. Eight points behind Villa who are fourth. You think they'll close that gap? It's a stretch, but I'm not writing it off. I'm not writing. I will still. I will say United's not out of that. Fair enough. Fair enough. And we could kind of touch on Everton briefly in the last segment. Are we? Are they safe? Depending on what the points deduction is, like if they if they get slapped with another points deduction, they're down. Isn't it? Well, another ten, yeah. <laughs> if they got another three, four, or something like that, I'll still back them. I think if they get another ten, yeah, they're down. Oh their yeah, mentality. Yeah, you can't build. Mm, you can't build that, that back. Yeah. One, fine. Yeah, we'll hang it. We're there or thereabouts. But two, nah, nah. All right, <clears throat> let's go to one of today's games. Chelsea one, Wolves 
What really is there to say about Chelsea oh, at this point? There's so, just they don't have enough experience in that squad. I so it, I thought I thought they turned the corner, right? So there was a period where they would like at the start of the season, they'd lose like a couple mm. of home games, maybe do get like a decent result against like one of the bigger teams, like they Drew with mm. City, etc. But before they lost to Liverpool, they was on like a run of three games. So I thought I, I didn't expect them to get come away from Liverpool. Really. But I was like, Wolves are not going to beat them. They're no. just gonna, why, like, you, why would you not Chelsea, think Wolves are? I didn't think Wolves would beat them either. Yeah, I, really? I thought yeah. Wolves would beat them. What at the bridge? Yeah, no, no they would. 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 They Gary O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, but, well, yeah, I didn't expect it. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, they won three games going into the Liverpool game. Mm. Didn't expect them to win that. They didn't. But I thought, right, they'll get back on track against Wolves. And yeah, Cunha was like, not on my watch. Yeah, no, nice. they essentially had scored all four goals, didn't it? Because mm. they gave Diassi the, 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 the own goal. So, and I think Chelsea went one up in this game <laughs> as well. So, you think, right, they go 1-0 up, they'll kick on, get back on track. I don't I don't know if it's experience. I feel, there's, just, there's just imbalance in that team. Like, physicality. Exactly. But um, that's where the experience comes no, in. But, no, but being physical in the game, like, like I look at Mod- Modric, I think actually he's quite good going forward with the ball, but he's a bit too light. Then you look in, in the middle, the middle, Conor Gallagher's not good enough. He's not good. He's, that, he's just a bull in a channel. He, he, he's the skipper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so when you start going around that, that team, that. I'm like, I don't think, I'll be honest, I don't think, what's it, Colwell? Colwell. Colwell. He's really gone off. I don't, I, I, I can't see what the. Yeah, he didn't play today though. But I, even before then, I couldn't just see what the I, I think thinking. to give him yeah. grace, he's been playing left back. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not but he can play there. He, he was doing. He, no, he can play there. Yeah, he no. can play. Yeah, saying. he right. can play there. But it's not. You can see, see he's not comfortable. He should have. This and this is what comes when you have something good, and then you go. No, nah, I want to go back and prove my. Probably should have just stayed up, right? He yeah, really should have just stayed up. Yeah, stay well, it's a loan. It went up to him. Yeah, yeah I, I mean. But if you go through Chelsea's team, so like, I'll just run through, like, Petrovic, obviously he's not their number one goalkeeper because Sanchez, Sanchez isn't great anyway. Two goalkeepers are not good. No, so, he's their number one now. Oh, I thought Sanchez yeah. was still easy. No, no, Petrovic has to be number one. Oh, okay, oh. fair enough. Mm. Gusto started the season well, but mm. again, not levels. De Sassi, I'd... Pants. He might, he might come good, but right now he's not there. Thiago Silva, Bins and I had a conversation before we started recording. He shouldn't be playing the amount of games he's playing, that yeah. he's playing. Like he should just be here and there. That experienced player around the dressing room who comes in for the last ten minutes to show up a game. That's it. Chilwell on his day, really good defender, but hadn't Can't really hadn't really shown much. I think Casado and Fernandez, the price tags are, are weighing on them because they're not they're not delivering in it. To, mm-hmm. to be fair, to, to Casado's fair... pass to Palmer today was and and on top of that, if you actually look at Casado's stats, he's actually up there. In ball winning, mm. uh, tackles, all of that. He's actually he then it's quietly, him then. Mm. quietly, yeah. he's actually performing. It's just he's in that position where it's a thankless position, right? Yeah. And then you got Palmer, Gallagher, Sterling. He's touched on Gallagher. Palmer's a baller. 
Sterling can ball out, but it's a bit inconsistent so far this season. And then you've got Nkunku up, up top, who will come good. He will, yeah. I think. So I think, I think half the team is good and there's promise. And the other, <laughs> the other half is trash, so, basically. So can we talk about the manager then? Because how do we think he's performing? Because there's talent there. Yeah, there is. They shouldn't be where they are in the table. So I have to look at him and think, why are this they performing the... to such a such a poor level? Do you think do you think um Pep or Klopp gets more points with that Chelsea? Team? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like yeah. And Arteta. Is... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Man, just you know? <laughs> yeah. And Arteta. Um Yes. Yeah, I think they I think they do. Like I think mm. a, it's it's weird because Pochettino's not a bad manager. He's just not elite. And is he not? Is he really not a bad manager? Though? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't. No, think he's he, not a bad. Manager. I don't think he's a bad manager. I just don't think he's elite. And when you've got an elite manager, you can squeeze performances out of mm. players. On Are this, we basing this, this on on his time at Tottenham and Southampton? Southampton, Tottenham. Yeah. PSG was a fact like a lot of you, let's know, disregard PSG yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. like a lot of people have gone into PSG like he, he, he came here from I want to say Sociedad to Southampton Sociedad, possibly yeah probably um, wouldn't say he turned Southampton around but got them playing like decent football etc mm. got the notice of Tottenham until they got raided and then he bounced <laughs> yeah. yeah got the notice of Tottenham done fairly well um, and to be fair like remember the summer they got to the Champions League final they, they didn't buy anyone like Leave you with like, yeah, I'm taking his money and I'm <laughs> putting I'm it elsewhere. Like that. he, he was kind of advertised a little bit in it. So I know his end at Tottenham weren't great. Do you think it's something around having full control or the perception of full control? Yeah, so when you look at Chelsea, either. like he walked into Chelsea and then plays a sign. Not all of them are his his ideal signing. Where at Tottenham, even though he never had full control of the side, some of them that they come in. He was able to say, all right, this is the missing pieces that I need. Is he there with Chelsea? And hence why he may need more time. Yeah, I don't think many of these are Yeah, players. but these players are not, they're not entirely rubbish. I hear you. But what I'm saying is he can say, all right, I need the right back. That's not the right right back. I, I need to get that right back. I need this centre midfielder. Because at the moment, who has he really signed in that team? But that's the thing. But he's never going to, he's yeah, never going to get to sign anyone because... He knew that before he went into Chelsea. You know that's how Chelsea runs. You don't sign the players. The team, the, the, so the structure. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So when you look at Southampton, they had a structure, but he had a, a big say. Mm. Tottenham, yeah. he got given this, but he had a big say. And then when he wanted to push for more, better players, that's when Levy said, "Now nah, I'm not giving you no more money. Yeah. Mm. And then that's when it dropped off. Yeah. So when we said he's got total control, or what's perceived to be total control, he does a lot better. Where at Chelsea... He hasn't been given that yet total control and he can't find the best 11. Yeah. He's that never going to get that control. Never no. going to get. So he knew that before he went in. So he's accepted that. That's the terms of the job. Mm. So we got to judge you on what you've accepted the job to be. Yeah, I think mm. unless they finish bottom half of the season, which is a distinct possibility, he, he still gets given another year. Because yeah. there's no point a new manager coming in to start, to from, that, scratch. To start from scratch like after one year. I think you've got to give him next season and then if it continues, like if he's in the same, if he's 11th in, a, in 12 months' time, then you can say, right, we might need to look at something different. And they're on the FFP watch as well, aren't they? Yeah. So they're like trying to get rid of Brojo for 50 mil. Like, in what world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, so yeah, good win for, for Wolves. They're, they're 10th in the league. Like they leapfrogged 
Chelsea, um, one point behind Newcastle. Gary O'Neill doing, doing mm. well. Like I think if Wolves finish in the top half of the season, top half of the, the league, sorry, this season, that's a, a really good, really good season yeah, for him. Considering quality. Quality. he joined like the week the season was starting. He had no mm. pre-season with them. And he's missing his striker as well on the way in the Asian Cup, right? Yes. Oh, yes. hung, hung. So, yeah, he scored hmm. in the, the, oh. the other day. Keep, keep not rating. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. No, That's no, effective. No. I, I, I like right, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Gary O'Neill's kind of shown his, mm. his, his credentials really, really well. And they've got no, some I'm good not... players in there. They've got Kilman. Yeah. Um, the left back. And a couple of big teams are looking at him. Um, um, Nori. Yeah. I like Nori, yeah. He's a good player. No, Keith, it's the other one you don't rate. Fabio. That was the one you did. Oh, no, he left though, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they just put yeah. sent Johnny on loan as well, innit? Oh really? Apparently he was having uh, internal issues uh, with the with the gaffer and uh, some other stuff. So they just said, yep. Yeah. Uh, and obviously they got Neto as well, who mm. they may they may not hang on for too much longer. Um and is is it Codex? No, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He got some gone. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Codex. Wolves are doing well, and that's Wolves generally don't score goals, but they scored what? They scored four. Scored four today, and then they scored how many against United the other day? Three as well. Yeah, yeah, seven goals in two games. They should at least got a point. They'd be kicking themselves after that. Oh wow! Right, Uh, another one of today's fixtures: Man United v West Ham, three nil. Man United. Hoyland's first goal was good, you know. Mm. Very well very taken. Yeah. Very, very good pure goal. strike. Back of the net. With his weaker foot. Yeah. Looks like a boy is on form, mate. Looks like he's found his form. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure on him, isn't it? And then he just seems to he's kind of been like he just been told, just go and play football in it, rather than go and play with the fact that you're like a seventy million pound striker. Mm. Just just go and play football and see if the goals come. And and they have. I think he's um and he played pretty well and he's not getting caught up in that physical battle remember before when he, he was like I need to show you that I'm strong yeah. he's not doing that no more he's like he's mixing it at the right time yeah I'm going to show you a bit of muscle actually I'm going to pull it, peel off give an yeah so I think he's mastering the position now he's understanding it yeah definitely and then <clears throat> the victory rounded off by two goals uh, by Garnacho. I think the first one took a deflection but it's yeah. been given to him and then um, the second one was a really good finish set up by McTominay. So a mistake by Phillips. So yeah, I was, I was about to come on. To, <laughs> I was about to come on to Phillips. So I was going to tweet something when I, when the game was going on, and say I think he had a better chance of going to the Euros, not playing for Man City, than he does playing for West Ham because the performances he brought. It's only been two performances, but the two performances he's put in have not been very good, and unless Southgate is hell-bent on keeping together his core of players, mm. there's no way this guy should be anywhere near the... <laughs> no tape is better than bad tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you've put bad tape out there now. That no is, tape is, is better than bad tape. Mm. That, that is it. And did you did you also see the thing from Di Maria to Garnacho? Oh, about the celebration? Yeah. You see it? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. He said, um, he put out a statement. He was, or he was asked a question. He said something like, if I was Garnacho, I'd stop celebrating like Cristiano. Ronaldo. So, obviously, because they're all yeah, yeah, Argentinian, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, he scored and the first thing he does goes and sits on the thing like Cristiano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And the the picture they took of him, Hoyland, and Mino yeah. together that was a cold picture. Still, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. So yeah, um, I'm not surprised that Phillips went to West Ham, but I don't think they actually needed him. Who? West Ham. Who? Phillips. Oh. So yeah. So. A do bit. You, do yeah. you think that was a panic because of Paqueta, and then it gave them an option of pushing? Would Prowse a little bit further forward in certain games? Uh, possibly, but they they got Alvarez. Like I think he's done fairly well this season. Mm. Like West Ham is sitting seventh in the league. Like I know there's rumblings about should boys stay and go, etc. But West Ham being seventh in the league is is, is really good as far as, I, as far as I'm concerned. Like they top top their Europa League group. Like I don't see why there's kind of a panic around them. Um, but yeah, I don't see what Phillips. Other than being an international, has has had a good career up to a certain point. I don't see the the benefits of of Phillips. Like, I don't see him elevating them to another level. Personally, he might, might I might be wrong. I agree. There's still like 15, 16 league games, depending on how many games you played so far. So yeah, we'll see. Um, Man United back to back victories now. Are they gonna kick on? Not asking you, Daz, because I know <laughs> what, you, what you think. <laughs> You think they'll kick on with this? Let's see what got next. Um, they've got Aston Villa away Ooh. next Sunday. So that'll be a that'd be a that'll be a marker, wouldn't it? Like I know yeah, Villa yeah, yeah. got beat mm. um, at home by Newcastle midweek, but I, I still think this will be like a marker for Megan. Like, if they can go there and win at Villa Park, I think they might be like, oh, okay, we can. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good. Yeah, we can get get a result at these teams who are kind of. Our competition now, so to speak. So they've so. got Luton, Villa, Luton, United, and Fulham yeah. before City. Villa, Luton, Fulham. So they ideally would want at least six points from them going into the City game. So yeah, let's see how they let's see how they get on. Uh, speaking of Villa, <coughs> excuse me, smoke Sheffield <laughs> Sheffield United. <laughs> That's like that's what you're supposed to do with teams when they're inferior to you. Just destroy them completely. Yeah. They just put their foot on their necks and just didn't <laughs> didn't yeah. release it. Like it was it was crazy. So McGinn opens the scoring in the 12th minute. Then Watkins gets the goal, 16th minute. Bailey after 20 minutes. And then after 30 minutes, it's it's 4-0. And you think this could be another 8-0 drubbing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they want to say they kind of took their foot off the gas in the in the second half, but Sheffield United were a little bit more uh, compact apart from the first kind of ninety seconds when Moreno made it five mm. 0 So good bounce back from Villa after their midweek defeat. Sheffield United just looked abject. Like I know they brought in Chris Wilder to kind of change things, but nothing seems to have changed really. It just seems to be kind of same old. Same old. It's just a case of when when are they mathematically relegated? But I think he kind of admit, admit, I'm sorry, admitted that in his press conference, his early one, where he said, "I'm just building them back up for, to come back up, basically, mm-hmm. and getting certain things in place for the return, basically." Because, like you said, they're not good enough. I watched this game, yeah, and they they were poor. They were really poor. Aston Villa didn't even have to do much really to get their goals, and then literally after half an hour, like fans were leaving. 
Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it was, bad. Uh, really bad. <laughs> that's bad. And um, before it was Wednesday, Watkins hadn't scored for six six games. Got um got a goal and two assists yesterday. Like we've had that second English striker conversation quite a few times. I think he's kind of cemented it at the moment, considering how well he's playing. Um, Aston Villa in the Champions League. Too much of a stretch. And you, you, I was just thinking about it. you know why yesterday they had a chance to concede and the way they defended that to keep the clean sheet was like they could they were five no yeah. one they didn't yeah. really have to double save on the line and then throwing the bodies in front of the ball <laughs> I think that's gonna give them the momentum like it's gonna be close but I think they've got like um, Douglas Louise he's hitting the form at the moment yeah he's a good play- he's a very he, good player he's showing his quality Kamara that midfield three of him again. Bailey, yeah. Bailey's playing really well yeah, as well. Mm. Bailey's playing well. And you've got Diaby to come on. Diaby yeah, yeah. came off the mm. bench. Like, it's, it's, it's good. Would it be more weird seeing Villa in the Champions League than it was seeing Newcastle this, this season? No, Villa's won the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, we know. Actually, and they've, we're talking about like, like, New Villa. Got, and they've got, got United. Well, not all <laughs> Villa. And they've got United, man. European specialist. European specialists. I'd expect. I wouldn't expect them to they do anything. Got, I wouldn't yeah. expect them to get out of the group. I'd expect them to fall into the Europa League. They got better pedigree than Newcastle. Like, yeah, that's a good mm. shout. No, I expect them to get through the group. I think so? But then I expect Newcastle to get through as well. Yeah. They were close, to and they come bottom. Yeah, they should have. To be fair, but um, well, yeah, I think it will be um, an interesting, an interesting battle for that mm. fourth Champion League spot. Could be five though. Just remember that's still up for grabs. Yeah, I don't I don't think we're I think we're third at the minute and you've got to be in the top two of the coefficients to You need Arsenal or City to win it. Or just Villa or Liverpool to do well in the No, there's you get more coefficients. I know you get more points, so like <laughs> not them <not> competitions <laughs> ain't, to be fair, ain't, ain't giving the, you the points. Um, <laughs> the Europa League teams that are help bumping up our coefficients for topping the groups, like mm. like Man United and Newcastle didn't do nothing for yeah, the coefficient. Yeah. So we, we, need, we need those uh, Conference League and Europe. Yeah, but, yeah Villa, Villa Conference League, didn't they? So, yeah, they, could, on, they could win that. Carry on doing well. Um, what game are we going to talk about? Southgate going to... Oh, no, he's gonna ra- he's going to quickly round off the, the games before we, uh, oh, okay. before we talk, off, talk about the other topics. So, um, so yesterday we had the... Was it... M, what's the, what's the motorway between M23 Derby? M23 Derby, mm-hmm. that's it. I don't, even, I don't even understand how that's a Derby to be I, fair. I've never understood it either. <laughs> never understood it. But yeah, Brighton beat Crystal Palace 4 1. Um, pretty abject performance from Crystal Palace. Not their first one of the season or of late. Um, I've said I don't think Roy Hodgson's going to see out the season personally. I don't think. Yeah, I can't see. And as we mentioned earlier in the, in the pod, they're in jeopardy of being dragged into the relegation fight and something needs to to change quick before it gets a bit too perilous and they've got Chelsea next. Uh, Brighton needed that win after kind of Luton's performance in midweek. And yeah, let's see um, how they, how both those teams kick on. And then Burnley and Fulham saw out a 2-2 draw. Quite a good comeback from Burnley. They were 2-0 down. Seemed pretty much dead and buried. But the on-loan Chelsea striker came in with two goals for Farner. 
scored two goals to get them back level. There were two quite good goals, actually. Be interesting. Chelsea have got all these players out on loan. And they can't... <laughs> They can't put the ball in the back of the net themselves. Maybe they should be giving these, these guys a try, but who knows they? And then um, last of today's fixtures was Bournemouth v Nottingham Forest. 1-1, Clivert scoring for Bournemouth, Hudson-Odoi scoring for Nottingham Forest, uh, Billing got sent off late for Bournemouth. I didn't see what for. But if we just have a quick cruise of the table... So, Liverpool are still top 51 points. Arsenal, second 49. Man City on 46 points, but with two games in hand over both those teams. They play away at Brentford tomorrow. Bottom of the table, you've got Sheffield United on 10 points. Burnley on 13 points. Everton on 19 points. So, right, we're just going to talk about a couple things off the field before we wrap up today. So there are a few leaks yesterday. Um, a few notable journalists said that the Mbappe deal to Real Madrid is pretty much all but confirmed. Just waiting on announcements. We spoke about this a few times. Football's unfair, isn't it? I can Real Madrid, all the riches that they've got and players that they have at the minute, find arguably one of the best players in the, in the world unchallenged. Who can afford him? That's, that's what it boils down no, to. He's free. Exactly. He's free, no, though. No, but who can afford his nah, wages? Can afford, you can afford him. Who? I think teams can afford him. Yeah, of course. There's no tracks for free. There's no tracks so, yeah. so, so, so the wages are going to be, we're talking at least 600k a week. Oh, and the rest. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's, I'm just talking basic. But then you've got, oh, you got, you got teams that are paying 100 mil transfer fee. So you could just transfer that 100 mil into his wages. 600k basic. Yeah. How much is that a year? It's about the calculator. It's not how much is that a year? Well, you got you a, Bayern Munich just bought Harry Kane for hundred <laughs> yeah. for hundred mil. So why could they not why could they not um afforded Mbappe? Yeah, but if you think about the like the, the wages, like he'll he'll be nearly a million pounds a week. I'm all in seven point two million, basic. That's a year. A year. So hundred million. How many years is it? Is that covering? Yeah, That's covering ten million. years. You're gonna and, and then wages, isn't it? Like, well, no, but you're getting for free. So you. I understand what you're saying. Like, I understand what you're saying. Just I understand goes to what you're wages. saying. You've got Mbappe for ten years. But then a lot of player teams are gonna also gonna want to buy other players. But, so unless you're selling to buy, selling to buy, not not everyone's doing that. But I understand what you're saying. Mm. That hundred million, or in Mbappe's case, let's say two hundred million, you're gonna spend that on on his wages, right? Yeah. But a lot of teams will have wage, they'll have like wage structures in place, right? Mm. We're not trying to go over, we're only committing to spend, let's just say, six million a week yeah. on 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 wages, right? Mm. Everyone, six million a week on wages. Mbappe comes in and his basic wage is 10% of your wage bill already, not including goal bonus, appearance bonus. Like, remember when Miles and, yeah. and Chris yeah. come on and told us about all these other, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just you know, how many headers you get, how many strikes you get. Not all these other bonuses, just basic 600K. But, and I hear this, and I'm not disputing what you're saying, but a player like him is going to bring in different TV deals, mm. sponsorship, so you can structure a deal that will be able to cut on pay his wages, and you're not going to struggle. Not every deal, not every, not every team can do that. No, I'm um, no not no, every not team, every but team. Liverpool can. Not um, Arsenal yeah. could. Man United could. 
So you're talking Man about City the kind can. of deal that Messi got where Apple are paying part of his wages. Yeah, but that's good. Who's about it? that? When you're talking to shirt sales, and if, what I'm saying is that if Mbappe walked up to Arsenal right now and said, I want to sign for you, can, can you make it happen? I believe they could. Yeah, I but they'd probably have to sell people, shift around their wage think structure. Well, no, I don't it would be, would have to. I don't so think who, who's, um, who's Mbappe's boot? Is he Nike? Nike. Yeah. Mm. So if he went to Arsenal, could you mm. Adidas, it would... It would struggle with it, but I think if you went to a team that shirt sponsor was Nike, mm. they'd be like, "Right, let's let's make this happen, in it." Like, add a bit here, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I think I, it could like, be done. I don't. I, think, I don't yeah. think Real Madrid are, play, are paying everything for Mbappe like this. There's, there's they, TV yeah. deals, everything. and there's a lot of it. Like even his wage, some of it's commercial and stuff like that. When you talk about rights and stuff like that, he's right, he's probably going to get a percentage and all that. Like I think. I think well, there's, right, there's not there lots of teams that no, can do I, it, I, but there's I only three teams. I wouldn't teams say it's just Real Madrid. I wouldn't say it's just Real Madrid. I would only say I would say nah, there's about what? six teams that could do it. Nah, name no them. What? Name them. Man City could do it. Yeah. Chelsea could even do it if they wanted to. Real, do Real Madrid could do it. Why couldn't Chelsea do it? Chelsea, of course, Chelsea can. Chelsea can do it. And they're sponsored by Nike. I don't. I don't think Chelsea could afford him. You don't think Chelsea? No, no, I think Chelsea good. With all the players on their books. I think Chelsea good. What if they're doing all the players on their books? Death row contracts, man. I think Chelsea could do it. I think it could only be City, Real Madrid. I think City, like, logistically, I think it could only be... Them, them I think teams. Liverpool could do it. Could, no, but do it and not be crippled. I think like, Arsenal with could no do it. no constraints. Like, it doesn't affect you anywhere else commercially. Transfer wise. I mean, why do, why do, I mean, and also, why do people ignore the fact that wages can cripple a club? Look at Barcelona. Yeah, like having to they they were they were wheeling and dealing just to keep Messi's wage on the books. Messi accounted for more than fifty percent of their wage. And it didn't work. <laughs> well, it did it work because they, yeah, they, <laughs> they won. They won how many? Yeah, but look at them now. They had to let him yeah, go. Yeah, but they had to let him go in it. Yeah, but Harley. look at them now. They're still they're still competitive. They're still what second in the league. Oh, they're, they're still in the Champions League. Struggling financially, yeah, but, but they're still in the Champions League. But right, it's, put, but, it's put them on the back foot, isn't it? But that, that wasn't because of Messi per se. That was because they were given too many, um, all the others, what I'm saying, a big contract. So then that Messi added to it. But what I'm saying, when you're giving everyone ridiculous amount of money as well, that adds to that situation. And I hear what you're going to say now. You're going to say, but that's the same Mbappe we do. I think you can structure it in such a way that it doesn't impact on the club that way. Yeah, well, obviously they can afford it. Um, Why are we forgetting about, and then, then we're also forgetting about FFP. Yeah, so they'll be favourites for La Liga next season, Champions League. Favourites? Everything. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> Ancelotti, Nailed on. Ancelotti Nailed rubbing on. his hand, like, working. That's all they needed. That's yeah. all they needed. Ain't he leaving next? Is he staying? Yeah, no, I thought he was gone. Yeah, I thought he was gone. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going gone. to do the Brazil mm. job, isn't he? No, no, yeah. Brazil hired someone. He has, yeah, Brazil hired someone a couple of weeks ago. I thought yeah. I enjoyed he was leaving. That's all right, yeah. Well, yeah, let's let's see. But yeah, that's the kind of news that's making the waves in a minute. Um, quickly want to touch on Gareth Southgate. So we know he's kind of been like, ah, oh, if you're not playing in England, it's a bit hard for you to get an England squad. Don't really go out and watch other overseas players. But Jordan Henderson made his Ajax debut yesterday. He did. And um, who was in the stands watching? <laughs> Gareth Southgate. Gareth. Still never been to Italy. That's, that's the point I was going to make. Like, if you're in and around the England squad, like, how do you think that would make you, you feel, knowing that he's clearly got his favourites and 
he's making exceptions for, for certain yeah. players. Even though you've you performed at a high level, he hasn't even potentially maybe sent one of his assistants or he's come out and watched you. I think tomorrow he's been in Italy maybe three years. He's probably three his first season now. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't come season, and watched yeah. one, like, what? Italy, one, the, one the Scudetto. Yeah. Italy's, what, a three, four-hour flight, if that? You know, also, is, is, is that one, but two, Henderson's age, what, what are you doing with that? Why are you still focusing on that player? Like, I'm like, all right, it's time to phase you out. Actually, I him going to Saudi was the perfect opportunity for him to say, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't. And now he's gone to Ajax. He's turned around and said, which is a lower level than Serie A. Mm-hmm. It's the seventh, what, seventh, I think it's currently ranked. Yeah, it's not, it's not top five. In terms of top it's... leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ajax, who they were struggling at a point. Yeah, they've gone on a 12 game unbeaten run, but they, they were struggling. Yeah. The level in the Dutch league's not great. And they, they lost as well, didn't they? The game we went and watched. No, 1 1. Yeah. Oh, was it 1 1? 1 1. 1 1. I mean, if I'm, a, if I'm an England player on the fringes trying to get in and I'm seeing that. I'm counting down the days till Gareth leaves, honestly. I'm counting down the days. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what players he selects for the friendlies. I think it's next month. I think next month for the last friendlies before. We know he has, he has to We know the exactly who's getting So, like picks. we mentioned, kind of Barkley, like Ward Prowse, so maybe has been in there, etc. Mm. I think he's going to go with Mane. Mane, you mad? Southgate. No, as an outsider, as an outsider, not even on the radar. I'm with, I'm with Bins. He's gonna go with him. That's easy. I think his name's gonna get banded about. You get, you, you, you can ask Phillips with that player and Bark. You, you can ignore Barkley. I'm going someone younger and say you brought in fresh blood. I think he will be the next cycle after the Euros. I can't see him coming. I can't see him coming before the Euros. If he keeps playing like this, I would not be surprised. No, he's. I think he's gonna be in there. That goal, I'm not, the, I'm not the goal he scored be. in midweek against Wolves. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'm not saying he shouldn't be. I just, I just don't see like there hasn't been enough media hype around him to get an England squad. What? To get an England squad. You don't think? No, no, I don't. No, no. So. Listen to what I'm saying. There's not been enough media attention for him to get in the England squad to force Gareth's hand. So you see, all these players that have mm. come through is because so like it happened with Grealish and it happened with. Um, the latest guy even Palmer getting in the last squad they, the, the media were like yeah he's got to do it he's got to do it Gareth can't leave him out then his hands were forced I think if there was more media clamouring for like listen ah Mayno could solve a problem here then I think he might do it I don't think he'd do it off his own back and, and I disagree because one um, Palmer's either um, a flair player he's a forward player he's an attacking player they're struggling attacking wise that Rashford mm-hmm. hot and cold uh, Grealish yeah, even his league form for Man City's even Madison took him ages to to look at Madison, and everyone can see Madison was a baller. But, but I think that's what you need. I think before the clamor comes, you need to be consistently performing. I don't think Mainu is in the main United squad enough. I don't think he's in the starting eleven enough to then claim the England squad. I don't think he play, he doesn't play, especially with Casemiro coming back. I don't no, think he's, he's played gonna, like the last six weeks. Well, he plays he's, week he's in, been, week out. Yeah, he's been integral. Is he? He's been putting some Actually, good performances. Ham, had him, not even as a double pick, he had him a bit further forward against yeah, West Ham. Yeah, he, no, yeah, he, listen, yeah, he's, 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 he's next up. I really think yeah. he's next up. And he can play for Ghana as well. Yep. So they, 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 they should be on the phone. They should be on the phone. They might just throw that competitive cap. They're going to throw that competitive cap. Fuck it off. 
having right. two squads. <laughs> um, let's round off with one of the most entertaining tournaments I've watched <laughs> in a very long time. AFCON quarterfinals just happened. The greatest, ne- the greatest tournament on earth. <laughs> you know what? It should be, it should be renamed that, innit? Because we mentioned it on our last pod. The entertainment value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the roof. Like, none, of the, none of this system ball. Yeah, but this is pure like, <laughs> football. Heart, heart and soul. <laughs> so, like, if we start with um, Mali 1, Ivory Coast 2. So, um, Mali missed a penalty earlier early in the game. They go 1-0 up. Ivory Coast are down to 10 men. And then Marley think they're going through. Ivory Coast pop up with a 90th minute equaliser to send the game into extra time. time. And then like the game's back and forth. And then who scored it? Uh, Diakite scores the winner. And I can understand the relief and and emotion that goes into scoring a winner. In the was it last it, minute, yeah, last second, minute, 122nd minute. Oh, wow! But you're already booked, and then you take your shirt <laughs> off to celebrate. Like this is what mm-hmm. I mean. Why the tournament was entertaining, isn't it? Like anyone else would kind of be like, right, I can't take my shirt off because I'm gonna get sent off, and then I'm gonna miss the semi final. Like, oh yeah, it's just brilliant. Um, even the refs have been entertaining in it as well. And then, bro, even in this game, the Mali players were trying to fight the, re- the referees. <laughs> the referees were like pushing players. That was sad. <laughs> like, bear, bear jostling. Um, the second of yesterday's game, Cape Verde, who have kind of exceeded all kind of Yeah, they've done fantastically to uh, get that far. Held South Africa to yeah. a, a nil-nil draw. South Africa goalkeeper saved four out of five oh, penalties. penalties. And a couple Crazy. of those were really good. Even the saves during the game by the goal, yeah. goalkeepers were amazing as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. And then on Friday, we saw Nigeria beat Angola 1-0 with Lookman. Is he top goals guy? Um, I'm not too sure. I'll have a quick Has look. Has he got three or four? But, um, I think he's got three. His kind of choice to sw- switch... Nationality seems to be kind of being vindicated because he's had quite a good tournament. As Vinci said, he scored a, a couple goals in the tournament. So, yeah, Seattle Angola. And then Congo, <coughs> excuse me, beat Guinea 3-1. So, semifinals are on Wednesday. we got Nigeria v South Africa at 5 o'clock, being billed as the... Um, I'm a piano derby. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Ivory Coast mm. v Congo is the um, the latest semi-final. And they're calling that the Premier Gal derby as well. What, uh, forgive my ignorance. What is that? Magic, you've not heard the song? No, no, Magic no. Sister, I'll play it for you afterwards. You'll hear, you, for our listeners, what does that mean? It's a song. It's a song, isn't it? No, but what's the, what's the meaning? Is there meaning behind it? or Nothing. It's oh, just okay. they, they, the song's well-known. Oh, okay. Countries, so. What's the song? I'll play it for you afterwards. I'll play it for you. Who sings it though? Uh, Magic System. Or maybe I'm getting it wrong way around. Uh, I know what song you're talking about. You know, about. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, exactly yeah. who's the, the DJ yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the room. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's the end of uh, another week, another pod. As I said at the beginning, please continue liking, sharing, commenting, and all that good stuff. And we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. See you later. Peace.